You're welcome, you're welcome. Please just share, just uh, share this video and let's invite our friends and family so that they can join us today. Please share the video. Please share the video so that we, we can worship together just uh, before we hear the word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you are here, just show me by, by typing revival. Just say revival. Just comment revival so that I can see who is with me today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. 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 Just start revival. Just start revival. Just start revival. 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 Glory be to the name of our Lord Jesus. We need the revival today. Just help me to pray. Just help me to pray. Father, we pray for revival today. We pray that may you visit someone, may you visit us, may you visit us today in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we pray for your grace, for your all that matters in our lives today. We pray unto you, Jehovah. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for revival. Thank you, Lord, for revival. Thank you for revival. Thank you for revival. Just worship the Lord. Let's just worship the Lord for the next few minutes before we get into the Word of God today. Hallelujah. Just worship God. Just worship. Just worship. Just worship Him. Before we get into the Word, come on, just worship Him. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus, for revival, 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 revive us again, O oh Lord. We pray, 
in the name of Jesus. Oh, Prakiata, Satelamandu, Shakiatala Bahaso, Libra Kayatada, Doshikamandi Kabahaske, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Come on, just share, just share and invite others to this broadcast so that we enjoy the word of the Lord together. Hallelujah. Yes, I can see you, Pastor Manshon. I can see you, Pamela. I can see you, Pastor Craig. Thank you for watching with me. Thank you. Thank you, Say Caleb Juma. Thank you. You're welcome. Mam Tando, you're welcome. I see you're watching. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, Baba Kwana, you're welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me today to start by appreciating our fathers who have given me an opportunity to stand before you, to stand uh, and minister right now, even as you are in this lockdown. It is uh, an opportunity that I don't take for granted. I want to appreciate the presiding bishop, uh, Bishop Enumparuza and Amai, and the entire bishop's council. We have given me the opportunity to speak to you. I want to honor the Apostolic Council members. I, I honor and salute you, all the bishops, all the overseers, the national directors, um, and all the pastors and uh, PZ uh, members. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just welcome yourself. Just welcome yourself. It's so tense in this room right now. Hallelujah. It's so tense, so tense, so tense. It's so tense. Bishop Zor, I appreciate your, your audience today. Amen. Um, I want us to just uh, put our attention to the message that I've entitled Revival or Relapse of the Church. The Revival or Relapse of the Church. The Revival or Relapse of the Church. Hashtag the attitude of the church under immense pressure, persecution. Hallelujah. The title of my message is Revival or Relapse of the Church. Hallelujah. Revival or Relapse of the Church. So our scripture is coming from Acts chapter 6 verse 1 to 4. It says, Now in those days when the numbers of the disciples was multiplying, there rose a complaint against the Hebrews by the Hellenists, because their widows were being neglected in the daily distribution. Then the apostles summoned the multitude of the disciples and said, It is not desirable that we should leave the word of God and serve the tables. Therefore, brethren, seek out from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the spirit and wisdom, whom we, we may appoint over this business. Hallelujah. So uh, distribution of food was a serious business. It was considered as an important business of the church. Verse 4. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. Hallelujah. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. Hallelujah. So, briefly, revival is defined, as defined by Robert Comey, is the awakening or quickening of God's people to their true nature and purpose. Charles Finney says, revival is the return of the church 
from her backsliding state and the conversion of sinners. So revival is attributed by the conversion of sinners. It cannot be a revival if sinners are not converted. Sinners must must repent. Sinners must come to Christ. I know we we have programs that we line up and we call them revival and there is not even one saint, not even one, 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 one Gentile, not even one sinner who comes to give their lives to Christ. It is not a revival because the revival is an experience. It's not an event or a program. So when you're talking about revival, we are talking about the retaining of the church to have backsliding step. The church had backslidden. Uh, hallelujah. And Richard Owen Roberts, he says, revival is an extraordinary movement of the Holy Spirit producing extraordinary results. So we know it's a revival when you are seeing extraordinary results. We know it's a revival when you are seeing the unordinary things. Yet in the spirit, they are not extraordinary. They are actually normal. But because of our backsliding step, there are things that you are not seeing in the church today. Hallelujah. That's the definition of revival. What does the, uh, a relapse mean? Relapse means to fall back again, to slip or to slide. When you're talking about relapse as a medical term, it means an occasion when a person uh, becomes ill again after a period of improvement. Hallelujah. Suppose you are sick, uh, then you, you become sick again. Maybe you are not taking your medication. There will be a relapse. Hallelujah. So what am I saying? In this season of lockdown, there are two possible things that will happen to one of the people that is looking to me. You are either going to come out of this uh, lockdown revived, re-energized to preach the word of God, or you are coming out of this lockdown uh, sick again. Remember, Kuchech, we come to be to be healed, to be ministered to. Hallelujah. So many of us are going to relapse because we have relaxed. We have not been praying. We have not been reading the word. We have re- relaxed. So it's either, there are two things that will happen after this lockdown, whether it's 21 days, whether there's going to be an extension, but there are two possible things that I'm not prophesying, but it's a reality. Some people are taking this time to just refocus on God, to, to, to build their relationship with God. And others are relapsing. Others are, are, are drinking. Others are fighting with their wives. Others, their relationship with God. From the time that you have stopped services, some of you have never worshipped. From the time that we stopped services, some of you have never even read your Bible. So, you need to be careful as the body of Christ, as the church. This lockdown, are we going to come out of it revived or at a relapsed state? Hallelujah. So, how we deal with this uh, uh, lockdown can determine if we are going to come out of this uh, situation stronger or weaker. Because in conflicts and relationships, how you deal with your conflicts can determine the outcome outcome of your relationship. You can either come out of that uh, relationship or you can either finish your conflicts with a breakaway or bound together. Hallelujah. Suppose my mature and I, we have a discussion or an altercation. Is either we're going to get out of that argument stronger together or broken or in pieces in shambles. So it's up to you right now, even as you are in your house, to define how you're going to use this time. You can either define it or look at it as a or as a divine setup to grow as a believer. 
I've been enjoying reading the word. I've been enjoying. I know it's very hard. I know it's very difficult to 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 commit yourself. You have children all over. You have you have all. You're spending time with the kids. But I've realized, for me personally, I've been growing. Hallelujah! I've been reading the word. I've been doing on, online discussions. I'm growing. It's for me. It's a divine setup to grow. There, there's. That's the reality, ladies and gentlemen, my, my, my friends, my, my family. So, when you look at it as I was just looking at uh, the situation of the church today, I realize that there's, there's always been something that shifts the focus of the church from the main thing, which is kingdom advancement. In every, from every time and again, I'm, I'm, I'm using this from a personal study. I've realized that whenever, from a, from those that I've been praying with, even from JCC, uh, I think even appears at, at large, whenever we are about to hit a revival, there's something tragic that happens. There's a time where even we were praying at JCC for revival and we had invited a great man of God, suddenly, we, we then lost one of our, our pastors, our dear pastor, and it affected our church. There are so many things that happens whenever revival is about to hit town. Something happens. I, I remember when we started the year, Bishop went to some meeting, and even the bishops themselves, they agreed, they concurred that we are getting into a time of revival. We are getting into a time of revival. Peers that are supposed to experience revival. The body of Christ. If you check many ministers when we started the year, they were talking about revival. But all of a sudden, coronavirus hits. Revival has been affected. Why? It is one of the tools that the devil uses to, to derail the progress of the church. So when you're looking at the apostles, I want to use the apostles as our case study. I want to use the apostles as our case study. What did they do when they faced problem, persecution, pressure, uh, amongst other things that deterred them from doing the work that they were called for? Hallelujah. So we need to understand that the first church had relaxed and enjoyed their influence in Jerusalem at the expense of the Great Commission and the main purpose. Remember Acts chapter 1 verse 8, it says, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you shall be my witness in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. So persecution came, while it seems like it was uh, something that stopped the progress of the church. When you look at it positively, the church actually spread under persecution. Hallelujah. The church actually spread under persecution yet they focused they spent more time in jerusalem they were that's why they are the first church their first apostolic uh church they, they were focusing on on on, on uh, like uh, the an, an apostle peter they were focusing on on, on tribalism they, they were focusing on trivial issues yet their core was to spread the word as peers that I want to remind us, what is our calling today? What has the Lord called us to do? Our vision and mission is to know Christ, making known and change the world. So regardless of what we are facing through, what we are going through right now, it is an opportunity for us to actually grow. Hallelujah. Today's church has been putting too much emphasis on power, position, prosperity, pleasures, and neglecting her call to bring people back to God. We have spent too much time in boardrooms. Hallelujah. We have spent too much time in dealing with positional issues, dealing with properties. There are many churches right now that they are fighting for positions, properties, and, and pleasures, and they are neglecting the Great Commission. Hallelujah. So, 
We need to go back. Persecution will bring you back to your place of calling. Hallelujah. Persecution will bring you back to your place of calling. When you look at the first church, there are three things that strengthen them, which were pillars. Number one, prayer. Number two, word. Number three, giving. But because of our time, I'm just going to, 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 to talk about prayer and the word. Hallelujah. The first church, prayer was very important and integral part of their church. The apostolic uh, council then, they did not do anything without being led by the Spirit, without praying. They would not make any decision without praying first and inquiring from God. In Acts chapter 6 verse 1, it says, but we will give ourselves, uh, verse 4, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. Hallelujah. Can I just challenge you, my pastors, my, my, my leaders, my bishop, can we go back to the fundamentals of the gospel, to prayer, to preaching the word of God. We must preach the word of God. We must devote ourselves to from the mount, uh, from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey. And when they had entered, they went up into the upper room where they were staying. Peter, James, John, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, James, uh, the son of Orpheus, and Simon the Zealous, and, and Judas, the son of James. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women. And Mary, the mother of Jesus, was also there praying for the Holy Spirit. My Maria, Sunday, she was praying for the Holy Spirit together with the apostles. So prayer is very important right now as we are in this lockdown. May I ask you how many times? Of the 18 days, of the 16 days, of the few days that have been locked down, how many times have you just set time aside to pray? How many times? Intercessors, prayer warriors, how many times have you been praying? Yet with all the time to pray, you need to understand that if you don't pray, you get out of this lockdown at a relapse stage. You get out of this lockdown Backslidden. Hallelujah. You get out of this lockdown backslidden. Because prayer is a two-way communication between God and man. If you have not been praying, you have not been communicating with God. I'm just here to encourage you, my friends, my, my, my brothers and sisters. Prayer is important. We must continue to pray. The first church, the apostles, they would pray even when they were under pressure. They would pray when they were under threats. In Acts chapter 4, verse 24, it says, So when they heard that, they raised their voice. When they heard that, which uh, was said, they raised their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, you are our God. You made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them, after they prayed, verse 31 says, and when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together and was shaken. Let me tell you, when you pray, something happens. When you pray, God answers your prayers. When you pray, God moves things around you. When you pray, God moves things. That sickness is, hallelujah, the sickness will go. We need to go back as the church. We need to go back and pray. We need to go back to prayer. We need to go back to the basics of prayer. Because in Acts chapter 2, verse 42, it says, they devoted the themselves to the teachings of the apostles to the breaking of bread and to prayer hallelujah fellowship and prayer we need to go back and devote ourselves to prayer hallelujah the first church prayed even when peter was in prison Acts chapter 12 verse 5 they prayed 
They prayed for him. They prayed for him. Ani namoya singa namate kanari prison. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you are in a difficult situation, I know it's very hard to pray. Uh, I tell you, it's very hard to pray when when reality comes, when reality dawns on you, when you are when you are faced with difficulties, it's so hard sometimes to pray. But prayer is the answer right now. Prayer is the answer to this pandemic that you are facing. Prayer is the answer. Paul prayed when he was in chain. Acts chapter sixteen verse twenty five. And at midnight, Paul and Silas they prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners had them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake. Hallelujah. When we pray, something happens. Prayer changes things. Hallelujah. So this is the season for true prayer warriors, for true believers to manifest themselves in prayer. Ephesians chapter 6. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18 and 19. It says, pray, pray always. With all prayer and supplication, praying always. I don't have time to look at this, but when, when the scripture and the writer Paul is saying, pray always with all prayer and supplication. With all prayer. There are many forms of prayers, but because of time, I will not really look at them. And it then goes further and says, being watchful to this end with all perseverance. So you must pray with perseverance. Right now, when you just switch uh, on your television and watch uh, BBC, I tell you, you'll be discouraged. You, you might not be able to pray. But you need to, to pray with all supplications, even for all the saints. Prayer is key. Hallelujah. Prayer must be made. Prayer is key. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17, it says, pray without ceasing. So, prayer must be made consistently. Prayer must be made persistently. Prayer must be made a priority. Right now, what's your first priority, even as you go to sleep and as you wake up? What's your first priority as a believer? What's your first priority? Prayer must be the first thing that you do. Prayer must be must be developed as a culture and must be made a commitment. You must be committed to pray. I know it's very difficult. When you're talking about commitment, it's like this ring. It's a symbol. It's a sign to me of commitment. Even when things are hard, even when things, when, when, when you get into that rocky ground, you must remember your commitment. Hallelujah. You must remember the, the, that you have a commitment to, to, to someone. So prayer must be made a commitment. You must commit yourself to pray every day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number two, what is it that made the, the church to grow and maintain revival? I spoke about prayer. Number two, the word is important. Prayer is important. And number two, the word. The first church did not neglect the ministry of the word. Hallelujah. The first church did not neglect the ministry of the word. Verse 4 of chapter 6 in the book of Exodus. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. We must spread the word of God regardless of our current situation. Right now, it's very difficult, so hard, because people are lambasting pastors. I know there are some prophets, people are lambasting prophets. Where are the prophets? Where are what and why? It's because people need a word from God, because people are hopeless, because people are struggling right now. They need a word from the God from God. Can I challenge one 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 person today? Just spread the word of God. Do not allow this present situation to deter you from spreading being the word of God. In Acts chapter 8 verse 3, it says as for, as for so, he made havoc of the church, entering into houses and hailing men and women, committed them to prison. Therefore, they were scattered abroad and went everywhere preaching the word. While they were scattered, while there was havoc, 
They preached the word. May we never stop preaching the word, pastors. May we never cease to preach the word. Believers, let's share the word of God. Right now, let's share the word of God. Let's share the word of God. Let's spread this revival. Because I believe that problems are an opportunity for the power of God to manifest. Problems are an opportunity for the power of God to manifest. Bishop Mazzolo, yesterday said that uh, it is scriptural to be to, 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 to be persecuted or to, to, to go through problems, but it is unscriptural to lose. As believers right now, it is not biblical for us to lose. We must win this battle. We must spread the word of God. In Acts chapter 4 verse 18 they said, so they called them and command them not to speak at all or teach in the name of Jesus. Right now, many pastors have turned themselves to be ministers of health. <laughs> you have turned ourselves to be ministers of health. You are talking, yes, while this is good to send awareness and to tell people how to, to care for themselves, how many times are we preaching the word? How many times are we releasing the word of God? For scripture says, men shall not live by what? <laughs> by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. What we need right now more than sanitizer is the word of God. What we need right now more than washing our hands is the word of God. What we need right now more than the mask is the word of God. We need to, to saturate ourselves and soak ourselves in the word of God. Hallelujah. We need the word. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor. <laughs> tell those who are with. Just tell yourself that you need the word. Hallelujah. Philippians chapter 1 verse 12. says, but I I want you to know, brethren, that the things which happened to me have actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel. May COVID-19 turn out to be for the furtherance of the gospel. May COVID-19, may, may, may coronavirus turn out to the furtherance of the gospel right now. May everyone know that there is God. Because doctors are failing. Hallelujah. Yes, doctors are failing. Uh, experts are, are, are failing. We need the word of God. We need the gospel of God right now to be advanced. This is the time to preach the word of God. This is the time to spread the word of God. Hallelujah. While you are in chains, while you are in chains, because chains must not deter us from preaching the word. Corona must not deter us from preaching the word. Corona must not limit us from preaching the word of God. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 19 verse 20. It says, and pray for me too. Ask God to give me the right words so I can boldly explain God's mysteries and plan that good news is for Jews and Gentiles alike. I am in chains right now. Hallelujah. You are in this lockdown right now. But you must still preach because Paul said, I am in chains right now, still preaching this message as God's ambassador. Right now, we have so many ambassadors. To, we have turned themselves to be ambassadors of who? You have turned yourself to be ambassadors of the minister of, of, of health. Not that I'm saying, let's not spread that message. But I'm saying to you today, may this be an opportunity for you to tell people that there's God in heaven. There's hell. There's hell. There's heaven. We need to turn ourselves to God. We need to come to God right now. If we don't preach the word, you relapse. If you don't devote yourself to the word, you relapse. You and you, you go back again. I know there are many people right now who are not drinking. Some people have searched for answers and they have not found answers. But let me tell you that the answers are in the word of God. Nothing can imprison the word of God. You can be in, the, in this lockdown. But lockdown will not hinder the word of God from penetrating through and permeating in people's houses and homes and hearts. If you read 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 9, it says, For, for which I suffer trouble as an evildoer, 
even to the point of chains. But the word of God is not chained. Let me tell you, my friends, let me tell you, my, my, my bishop, the word of God is not in chain. We must preach the word of God. We must preach like Jeremiah, he said, by his, but his word is in my heart like a burning fire. Shut up in my bones. I was weary of holding it back and I could not. We must preach the word of God. We must not stop. We must not stop preaching the word of God. Hallelujah. We must not stop preaching the word of God. Hebrews chapter 4. Verse 12 says, for the word of God is living. It is active. Right now, while you're at home, the word of God is living. I believe right now healing can take place. Healing can take place. Healing can take place. Why? Because the word of God is living and active. Remember the psalmist said, you sent your word to heal our disease. Hallelujah. For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. Piercing even to the dividing of the soul and spirit of both joints and marrow, and quick to descend the thoughts and intents of the heart. The word of God can reach you right now. The word of God can reach you. The word of God can reach you while you're struggling. The word of God can reach those that are in China. The word of God can reach those that are in Italy. The word of God can reach those who are in Zomagomba. When we start preaching this word, when we start believing, God can do wonders right now. Hallelujah. So, I think I've, I've said my... <laughs> I, I've said my, 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 I wanted to say my piece, but I think I've shared what is very important for us today as we are under this lockdown. We are, it's either we're living, we are getting out of this lockdown, revived, ignited, or we are living this lockdown relapsed. <laughs> the apostles in Acts chapter 6, verse 4 says, but we'll give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't pray, if you don't study, if you don't preach the word of God, you relapse as a Christian. Preaching is important. Sharing the word is important. Our church must rise up right now and start to pray. I'm calling on my, my, my pastor, Pastor Zenzo. The intercessors must stand and start to pray. Bishop, when, the, the, when we started, remember I said he spoke about revival. That after this lockdown, revival is coming. After this lockdown, revival is coming out. Uh, is coming. I was telling someone that I'm coming out, out of this lockdown, either as an evangelist or as an apostle. I'm not going to stop my time, but I'm, I'm going to preach the way. But you don't have to wait until it's, 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 uh, we are done with these 21 days. You must preach the word of God right now. You must speak the word of God right now. May the spirit of God touch you, even as I conclude, even as I finish uh, the word today. I want to encourage you, servants of the Most High, let us devote ourselves to prayer. Let us continue with the ministry of the Word. Let us continue with the ministry of the Word. For the Word of God is what? Is yes and amen. When God promises something, I actually got depressed at some point. Why is this happening? Am I going to come out of this, uh, of this lockdown alive? What's going to happen to our future? I want you to be encouraged in the word of God. I remember Paul said to his son Timothy, But my son, remember the prophecies that were made unto you so that you may wage war 
unto them. So right now I want you to just write down everything that God has promised you in your life. God will not allow you. God will not allow it for you to perish before his word is fulfilled. What God said over period must be fulfilled. What God said over my life, over your life must be fulfilled. And this is an opportunity for us to re-strategize as a church. This is an opportunity for you as a believer to soak yourself in the word. Fight for your future. Fight for the gospel. Fight for the advancement of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless you. Allow me to pray even as I finish. Father, we thank you for your grace. I thank you for your word that you have ministered in my life and, and, and in the life of those who are watching. We pray that may you, Jehovah my God, bring revival. May none of our peers and members relapse. May none of our peers and members relapse. We pray that may you revive us and may we get out of this of this lockdown revived. Hallelujah. Just know that you are either going to get out of this lockdown revived or relapsed. It's either you're going to be a victor or a victim of COVID-19. May you not be a victim, but be a victor. In Jesus' name, I pray. Thank you.